here we go. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, boys and girls, uh, citizens of New York City and beyond, I am here proud today to introduce all of you to a man who I know cares, a man who I know uh, will not let anything stand in his way, a man who is listening to you, a man who once we were rivals, but now we have hosted 50-something podcasts hours together and have become uh, the world, uh, the best friends of ever, ever and ever in AE, AE, AE. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you your next mayor of New York City, James Matthew Beery. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to give an esteemed shout out to my, my good friend, uh, Mr. Matthew Scott Butterfield. Uh, you know, the best friend a man could have. To my fellow New Yorkers, I want you to know that I'm with you. And I'm running this campaign for mayor of New York City on three main tenets. Number one, drugs are good. <laughs> Number two, prostitutes are dope. And number three, fuck Andrew Cuomo. There we go. With these three tenets, these three core values of light coming together for the city of New York, I have no doubt that the best years of New York are ahead of us. <laughs> the best time for New Yorkers is ahead of us. Yes. And we will put the COVID to bed we will oh, we the meatball to bed, <laughs> and we will get high and bang whores. <laughs> Are there any questions? Email us, <laughs> Matt on that pod. So you've announced your candidacy. Uh, what's your next step, Mr. Beery? Uh, my next step is to start canvassing the streets. I'm going to go around and start shaking hands. Shaking hands, kissing babies. Shaking hands, kissing ba shaking babies, kissing hands. Um, there you go. <laughs> We're going to give a free gram of cocaine to everybody I meet. All right. Wow. That's going to burn through some funds rather quickly. That's okay. That's hey. um, okay. I'm, uh, I, I live on Wall Street, so guess who's funding my campaign? All right. That's exactly how that works. Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank. That's perfect. That worked. Their last candidate worked out really well. So uh, you're definitely at least going to win the election. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, what are you going to do about de Blasio, though? Is he going to run against you? Oh, no, he's not going to run against me. And if that's oh, right, he's if not that, running. If that seven foot tall sack of shit even says my name <laughs> once, he's going to wake up in the East River dead. Whoa, whoa, my goodness, relax. We're I didn't mean dead, I meant like, I meant, you know, like numb. Oh my God. No. Okay. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. That's what you meant. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad that that is what you meant when you were parodying the idea of the word dead with numb. That's, that's exactly what you did. And um, if, and by in the East river, I meant like on a raft. Oh, on a raft, on a, on a raft, numb. <laughs> like, like, cocaine. The, like the weekend. I can't feel my face <laughs> when I vote Matt. <laughs> But I love Matt it. That's, that's the yeah. you did it. 
You, yes. you little sack of shit, you did it. You just I'm came up with you. the campaign jingle. I can't <laughs> feel my face when I vote Matt. That's Matt Beery. That's Matt Beery. Fuck with me, baby. So what do you say to your, your main opponent, Andrew Yang? He loves hey. writing that express from 123 to 156. Did you see that? He tweeted, I love writing the express A train. Oh, my God. What I say to Andrew Yang? Oh, good God. Oh, man. <laughs> I love bodegas. Look at this bodega. And then he goes to the delicatessen on like 19th and Irving. And it's like, this is not a bodega. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the place he was in, there, when I lived on St. Mark's Place, there was this little grocery store across the street. And it was like a really nice, smaller grocery store that was super yeah, sure. expensive. Yeah. And it's exactly what this place looked like. Right. I mean, I showed the video to Andrea and she was like, is he on St. Mark's place? That's not a bodega. That's not a bodega. That's a grocery store, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's also that one, there's that one deli that's um, near uh, Havelina that um, uh, is on, it's not on Irving. It's on fourth. I think. Is it fourth? Anyway, it's on the, it's right around the, it's on the east side of it's on the east. It's, it's just right up Northeast of union square park. Right yeah. before you turn on the, that, that like that's a deli, I would say, but like it's not a bodega. It's like a two story fucking, yeah, like, it's on like, Park Avenue. That's what it is. It's Park. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah he went into he some goes, super nice fucking place with fresh bananas. Like, yeah. <laughs> eat my ass, bro. If the cat food's not next to the tampons, it's not a bodega. <laughs> if the if the um, if the American cheese isn't next to the N95 mask, it's not a bodega. <laughs> Sorry, they're N94s. N94, and by the way, these are like it's like N94 is written on crayon on a certain. <laughs> This <laughs> is exactly what you need, bro. <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you. This is what Donald Trump approved. <laughs> All those guys love Trump. It's so funny. <laughs> at least, at least whenever I was, they were like, "It's funny." He, I like him. He's funny. He, he, he's exactly like you Americans. And I was just like, "Oh, oh no. no, oh no, <laughs> oh no, 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 no." <laughs> you think I am? <laughs> like, maybe, and maybe it is what I am. <laughs> well, I wrote down ideas for today that were none of them were political, but I'm glad that we immediately got into politics. Well, it's just uh, because thing. I feel like I know exactly what this city needs. You know exactly. You, it needs more drugs. It needs more whores, and it needs uh, and it needs less Andrew Cuomo. Or less is that basically Andrew Cuomo. Far less Andrew Cuomo, dude. How about that guy? He is how a about that guy. Like how? Look, I don't mean to get conspiracy minded and. And I believe all of these women. I believe that he is a dirtbag, but I, it does like like one thousand percent. I want to make sure that is understood before you hear what I'm about to say, because people may not like what I'm about to say. I do think it's weird that in the same week that we've learned that he was lying about putting people in nursing homes, suddenly six women come forward. Isn't that? And I believe all of these women, but I feel like he was like keep. He was like, "Don't worry, you'll get to you'll get you'll get your day." And then, like, I'm sorry, you'll get money from me, but just wait until I need you. And then, 
like, all right, y'all get out of there. Go, 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 go. He's like kissing him on the way out. They're like, <laughs> you go get it. Let's go, babies. On the ass. Like, like, yeah, it's like I totally believe that he uh, absolutely was doing crazy shit and being a total asshole to women. But I also just think it's weird that we learn about that on the same week that we learned he was killing people's grandparents. Yeah. It's, it's, like, and, now, and now all the news is talking about is, is he needs to step down because these sexual harassment claims. It's like one seems much worse than the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. Like, like, sorry, I don't, I mean, I'm not downplaying their experiences and their trauma, but there's a difference between like knowingly putting people in danger and yeah. and being a creepy old Italian man. Like, come on, because I also believe doing. that's a big part of it. Not to get racist towards Italians, well, but I believe, or you know what it is, <laughs> the internet meme about Italians. But like, you know it is, I think bitch. there is something to that. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely think there's something to it. And yeah. ever since, so the the nursing home thing was regarded as a conspiracy theory until it was found, proven to be fact. Right. And when it started to be proven to be fact before he acknowledged it, it was like, oh, shit, they found out about it. Indoor dining is reopened in the city. Yes, yes, 25%. Yes. And then right. even more information came out about it, and it was indoor dining 35% in the city. Yep. Do you love me yet? Yep. <laughs> or, and then everybody we, hated him even more, and it was, I touched six women's faces. Yeah, yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got our, our own governor doing the Republican version of that. He's like, ooh, I let people nearly freeze to death in their homes, and their family dogs died because of the damage done and uh, people were running generators and didn't realize uh, it was developed, uh, you know, building up carbon monoxide and an 11 year old freeze froze to death. Hmm. No more masks. 100% open business. Are you guys happy? You're going to leave me alone. You're going to ignore the fact that I uh, am actively trying to murder you. <laughs> we are rolling into the spring. Here we go. Greg Abbott. <laughs> oh. He deserves it. You no, know, uh, it's it's a it's passable. It's passable. Um, it's just like uh, I, I'm. I used to always get kind of frustrated with people that said that um, uh, that 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 were just like I'm not interested in politics because it's all bullshit. But I, uh, this year is I think it's breaking me. <laughs> Dude, I can't handle much more, man. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, both sides are really bad. <laughs> and there's no, I mean, there's one side that's less bad than the other, but uh, there's like no defending any of these people. <laughs> it's no, it's, 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 you can't. Oh, it's really just kind of depressing, but it's also freeing in a way. It's like, I got so much time now. I can just like look up, you know, who got fired by the Looney Tunes or, or something now with my time. It's, it's, it's so much better, um, which Pepe is why I brought you here into my office today. Uh, why don't you have a seat? Do you, do you need some water or anything? I would love to have some water. Uh, you you was- asked to see me today. I do not understand what is the problem. Uh, the, oh, there's, um, well, 
okay, well, first of all, I just want to start off this meeting by saying that we've all, you know, we all recognize that you are a senior uh, cast member here at Warner Brothers. You've been with us since, you know, the, the 1950s. We, under, we, we understand that uh, you have uh, an, you have had an enormous role here and we appreciate and love all the business that you've brought us. And look, you are a household name. Um, you, you know, you're an artist, you, you, you're based, you've done all this work that's based off of, you know, different ballets and uh, different mind schools of thought and, and Commedia dell'arte. You know, we understand that you're a classically trained sort of balloon uh, actor. Uh, so I just want to start the meeting by saying that uh, we really appreciate your years of service here at Warner Brothers. Yeah. You, you, are you hearing me? Do you, do you, do you empathize with me? So I, I got, I just want to start I, off. I, let me just say that I do appreciate what you are saying to sure. me. I very Good. much appreciate what that. you are saying to me. Do you want um, any wine or anything? Or maybe a, you can oh, smoke oh, in here. Oh, I would love a smoke. cigarette and a glass of wine. All right. Well, why don't we get that out poured out here for you? Here's some. Here's a nice little house blend. Uh, just oh, thank you, thank you. It's just and a red let me table just say, wine. I think sure, I sure, know. Yeah, please, please. I, I think I know where this is going. I think I okay. know. Okay. Okay. I am more than happy to accept a raise. A raise? You want a raise? Yes. Well, well, um, that's not necessarily how how your uh, employment is uh, framed here at the studio. Um, so we got Space Jam 2 coming out with LeBron. Right. Is. Um, obviously, you're in the first Space Jam. You know, you're kind of, it, I think that we just kind of didn't utilize you enough in that movie. You know, you, I, I feel like you were very much there and we love that you were on the Toon Squad and we, and we loved having you at, at, you know, the training camp with MJ leading up to filming. Um, MJ was but, very you know, nice, you were man. Just, you were just kind of underutilized in that film. And unfortunately, uh, with this film, we just uh, could not find a spot for you. Um, I wish I could tell you that I have a role for you, but because, you know, you're, you're with me and you've been with us since the beginning. And um, we love you for that. But just with, given the climate online, and given, uh, you know, some, some stuff that's on your record that we've talked about in the past, uh, we, 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 and the fact that we just could not find a role for you this time around. Obviously, you know, budgets are strained. Animation is more expensive than ever. Um, but also, there was just nothing really to move the narrative forward with you, uh, Pepe. Um, it's totally fine. I understand where you are coming from. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. So I would just move on to my my project that we spoke about, and we will start filming uh, my new chase, my new chase show. Well, that's the next kind of item on our agenda here is that we are actually, you know, as I said, um, there's just the climate now where we can't produce a movie that is about a skunk roofing a bunch of cats. 
Why not? Because it's just, we've, you know, we've, we've run the idea by some test audiences. We've drafted up some, you know, some, some images, but uh, unfortunately it's just not testing well. A lot of people immediately began tweeting at us. Uh, even within the testing rooms, they just pulled their phones out. We thought we had confiscated them, but they had somehow pulled out their phones and began tweeting us about, you know, rape culture and that, like how you kind of are an icon of of the rape culture and uh, how you know it's people are just kind of done with uh, a skunk that loves to chase stinky pussy. That's not, not the, listen that's to me. not what we are. We we just we we can't continue. Um, we can't continue this, unfortunately. This okay, well, you shut your mouth for a moment and let me uh, say. Okay, uh, let me right. say. I mean, okay, sure. Okay, of course. Okay, yes. Say something. These I'm people, sorry. these mm-hmm. people, they <laughs> they do not get the joke. Okay. The well, okay. the joke they get the is joke. the, the jo- shut the joke okay, is that sorry. the cats were asking for it. Uh, see, see that. Did you uh, see their stripes? They were asking for it. Uh, and well, also, he, I am French. Okay, uh, I am French. This is know. our culture. Uh, you understand? Oh this um, is our culture. We chase well, the stinky pussy. Uh, I understand, uh, Pepe. But unfortunately, you know. You can well actually fortunately for you, you can go now to France and make some French cinema as as you see fit on your own and not associated with us. We do have you on a non-compete clause for the next decade, but luckily you're a cartoon. As long as you, you know, stay animated, you, you you'll be around. I mean, you've made plenty of money with us. You 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 you're not gonna lose any of your Ownership I spent all the money the chasing stocks. stinky pussy. Well, you know, that's not our responsibility to keep track of. Uh, I never thought you... I would lose my job. I'm an icon. I'm an well, icon of cartoons. And you want to put well, this to me now. I tell you what, you take your fucking apology and you shh. Uh, it up your ass. I Pepe, see you later. Pepe, 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 Pepe. It's also, there's multiple reports about your behavior on set. Not just the the... The uh, narratives of your movies—that's the issue. You know that you've been pulled into the co- into into this office more than one time. We've had to pay more than one cat uh, to just kind of go away. Um, that cat just came not on to a me first. Relationship anymore? That, okay. That cat yeah. came on to me first. But then, but and and that and I understand that, and I hear you, and I and I get that you were get that that there was a miscommunication. But then your behavior after the miscommunication was just something, you know, it's happened at least, you know, a baker's dozens times here. I'm looking in this file. I mean, the the first incident in 1959, the second incident in 1963. Sexual harassment was not even a thing in 1959. Which kind of makes my point for me. Things were so different back then, and then yet you are still getting reported. Um even back then. So I'm not even going to look at what that file was or what that incident was. I wasn't even alive. So you know how awkward this makes me feel and how weird this is for me um, (laughs) to be bringing this up. But uh, I hope 
the best for you. Like I said, after this decade goes by, you can maybe start working in France with Roman. Um, I know he's still putting out stuff over there. You can always go to Cannes. There's always Cannes. Um, I tell you this. Uh, I go back. Here's, yes, sir. Uh, please. I leave now. I leave LA. I leave LA. I, sure. I leave LA with everybody else that's leaving LA. There's no sure. more good stinky pussy left in LA. They all left. That's, well, and if they are okay. here, they don't stink. They're vegans. Okay, sure. I go back okay. to Perry. I continue my last long chase. Okay. Yeah. And you, you may all, do. You, you may all go fuck your mother. All right. That's enough. Um, here, Javier here will uh, escort you off the lot. Um, do not put your hands on me, Javier. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm Pepe Le Pew. And he's gone. All right. <laughs> that was fun. That was good. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about uh, is Miles Morales in the new video game, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And yeah. um, uh, what the hell? My Zoom says it's not responding. Okay, we're back. Yep. Okay. Uh, this is Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And um, to me, it doesn't make any sense that Peter Parker and Miles Morales didn't immediately start, like, fucking each other. Because <laughs> imagine you're Peter Parker and you're, like, living your whole your life and it's your life's a fucking wreck. You know, your your girlfriend is always up your ass about how you're never you're always late to shit because you're saving the world and she sort of knows something's up with you or not. And um, you, you live this very lonely life and then all of a sudden you discover another Spider-Man. Would you immediately just be like, let's shoot some web, bro. Let's do this. I mean, I want to make a controversial statement. Sure. Maybe. He's not gay. But uh, no, that gay, straight. Matt, this is 2021. Are you serious? Are you serious with that? It's not gay to have sex with men. Remember remember that guy I sent you a clip of? <laughs> um, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. There's this guy. Yeah. What's his name? He's on TikTok. not be gay. My first Dr. Joe Court. Having gay sex, and I'm getting activity again in comments that people don't understand that straight men can be attracted to the sex act, but not to the man. Straight men having sex with men doesn't cancel somebody's heterosexuality any more than a straight woman having sex with a woman cancels her sexuality. And it's not about body erasure either. Please don't say that. Bisexual men are attracted. To both men and women to different degrees. Straight men are not attracted to men. They're attracted to the sex with men. So you would immediately, I'm thinking these Spider-Man meet up with that sort of ideology in their brain, they would immediately have to just be like, what's it like to fuck Spider-Man? Now I gotta know. <laughs> I'll never have this, like, I would never have this. By the way, that's Dr. Joel Court. You can look him up. Apparently, he's written multiple books on this subject, and uh, he recorded that in a gym. 
in a gym, <laughs> like a high school basketball gym or like a like, well, Planet Fitness. It's not a Planet Fitness. I think it's it looks like a hotel basement gym. Huh? <laughs> pretty pretty incredible okay. stuff. Um, what a weirdo. I mean, so, now, you know, whatever he, whatever he says, whoever wants to believe, whatever they want to believe, um, sex with a man just never seemed appealing to me. <laughs> We're not talking about you, Matt. No, He's I know. Right. I'm just trying to understand. I'm just thinking about it. Straight men thinking about that it have now. sex with men. I'm just thinking about it. And Spider-Man would probably identify as that if he met another Spider-Man. I'm just saying. I don't think it's that crazy of a thought. I don't know. I think the Spider-Verse version of Peter Parker just is kind of like an Adam Sandler-esque slob. Well, that's one of the into the Spider-Verse Peter Parkers. And also, that Peter Parker was like 35. So that wouldn't have been appropriate for him to oh, have That's right. That. I forget. I'm, I'm talking like in video game universe Spider-Man, where it's like Miles Morales is like 18 and and uh, Peter Parker's like 21. It's like, yeah, let's fucking do this, bro. Why not? I don't see why not. <laughs> I see no reason why not. It would just be like, just for, they're both scientists. Yeah. They got this know. weird thing happening with their bodies. Let's fucking like, grow, let's, let's explore like, it. <laughs> stick to the fucking ceiling. Let me stick it in your web hole. <laughs> let's shoot some web. By the way, a teenage boy just leaving sticky white substances like substance all over the city. It's just the most ridiculous fucking shit. I can't believe they got away with printing that in the 60s. That's oh, yeah. just so fucking awesome. I love it so much. Stan Lee was like, don't you get it? It's come. <laughs> yeah, <I> think. <laughs> teenage boys, they spray it everywhere. <laughs> I know I was one. <laughs> oh god well well what else uh, you got i think those were my two ideas that i wrote down firing pepe Le Pew and uh, spider-man fucking each other ah there you go there you go especially well, uh, talk about it into the spider-verse when gwen stacy shows up and she's a spider-man it's like come on this is gonna be oh that's hot rad. that's fucking awesome hell yes like, so I'm getting my second dose tomorrow. Oh right, we're both uh, gonna on the on the road to being fully vaccinated. How exciting! I get my second dose tomorrow, and then two weeks later, two weeks later, I'm in Texas. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Really? Yeah. No fucking yes. End of March. Dude. What the fuck? Hell That's amazing. Yeah. We should do like an in-person fucking podcast. We should. Holy shit, fuck! Because we'll, be, we'll both be, we'll both be vaccinated, dude. Then we'll go to a bar, like the old days. We'll see about that. There's a lot of lawlessness around here, so we got to go to a fucking dead bar. I don't want to well, go to. Will. A, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, dude, you know my rule: pull up, yeah. look in the window, drive away if need be. That ha- that happened to me when I got my when I got my second poke. I've been poked twice, y'all. I'm uh how many days out? I'm nine days out from being fully vaccinated here on the tenth. Um, so I we got our I got my poke and we were in Glen Rose and there's this awesome barbecue place in Glen Rose and we were like maybe let's go see if we can just like pick some up and then go to a park and eat it, you know? 
and yeah. we pull up and there is a line of, of family six deep out of the door. The parking lot is completely full and nobody in line is wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just smiling and happy to go eat barbecue. And it's just kind of like the mask mandate isn't over until today, until this Wednesday, you fucking fucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we followed your rule. Just pulled right out of that parking lot. That's my rule. Check that shit Suck. out and use your gut. That shit sucked, bro. Ugh. It was no good. I'm so fucking excited about being vaccinated, dude. I Like, I'm so excited. I'm so fucking happy. And it's dope because, like, the microchip didn't hurt and I can barely hear it beeping. Right. Same. Same. And I only speak a little bit of Russian every now and then. And yeah. I can still understand English, and so we, we figure it out. Like it's not like it's impossible. I thought it was going to be so much worse. Mm-hmm. But it, the only thing that really bothers me is that my fingers burn when I touch Mac products. Oh, yeah, they only well, really work well house, with Microsoft. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why I got I got this. Uh, Jesus Christ! I'm like I hit a thing. Um. Uh. That's that's why I got this cover on my phone. Mm. So and so, all I'm touching is the plastic, and it only burns a little bit. Let yeah. me tell you, it burns a lot more after the second shot. The second shot put you will put you on your back. <laughs> that shit sucked. Yeah. The second the second day in a row, it was just like, why did I do this? <laughs> but no, it's totally it's totally worth it, and it passes. And that's that y'all get your fucking shots get your shots, yeah, I got, shots, 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 shots i got tomorrow and the next day off so tomorrow's Good. the shot the next day is reserved for potential Fallout. side effects are you moderna yeah. or pfizer moderna moderna me too we're moderna boys the moderna mat i'll be attack a- show I'll be at uh, George Westinghouse High School in Dumbo, Brooklyn tomorrow, getting my shot in the Michael Jordan gym. All right, the Michael Jordan gym. Man, that's yeah. so fucking rad. Why is that in New York? Well, it's uh, the Jordan Corporation sponsored their sponsors their basketball team. That's oh, all. Like, well, that's, that's that's apparently how Mike. good these fucking this Brooklyn basketball team is. They're sponsored by Jordan. Jesus Christ, that's fucking rad. Yeah, like I think Jordan only sponsors like a handful of teams, and it's like North Carolina because he's there, he went there, uh-huh. and like Michigan because it's a brand, and OU yeah. because it's a brand, and sure. like this random high school in Brooklyn. That's awesome. My our girls' basketball team in our high school wasn't sponsored by Nike. Yeah, I don't know how 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 common that is, but I always Very thought that was cool. Nike is much much more common to sponsor okay. schools. Sure. Um, yeah, but you know. they they also had like a ton of. I mean, we're talking taps, y'all. We're not talking UIL. We're talking taps. But they had they had a, you know, several years run of state championships. Oh, that's what's up. So that so that they were pretty good for you know. A group of Catholic girls. <laughs> they beat the shit out of their opponent and feel real bad about it. <laughs> and then pray with them. <laughs> oh, That's God, I didn't we even think about like... that. Y'all definitely did, like, your sports teams definitely did pray with the other team at midfield after the game, didn't they? No. 
No. No. It'd no. be a lot funnier um, if they did. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> we, a lot uh, funnier if they did. They definitely prayed before games. I mean, we prayed every day. That's how you started the day was with prayer. Dang. And if you didn't stop and pray, I remember one time I like, uh, I was walking down the hallway during announcements, which is when the prayer was, and uh, ran into the principal. And I just kept walking because I was, you know, obviously if the announcements are going, I should be in class. So, and I see the principal. So I'm like, huh? and I, and I, and I keep going and then she puts her hands up. She put her hand up, like, stop. She goes, it does the cross. Like, are you serious? I'm, I wasn't Catholic, so I didn't make the cross. But <laughs> she, made, she made me stop. She made me stop and, you know, pray. That's Did not give me hilarious. a tardy. Yeah, did she just let me go on my way after that? Didn't bother me about being late, but I had to stop and pray. Good God, such a weird like. I, I've told you before, uh, my family growing up, church wasn't really a thing. Religion wasn't really a thing in our family. My sister likes to claim it was, but it never was. Um, <laughs> she likes to claim it was now because she got all super conservative, but. Um, She's not really you know what? I'm mostly joking about her, but it wasn't a thing. Like we never went to church. We, my dad thought they were all hypocrites and made did fun you, of them. Did she go to church though? No. Are you sure? No. I'm the only one in the family that actually tried it. And I went twice to a non-denominational church and was oh. creeped the those fuck Those are out. weird. It was one of those non-denominational music yeah. churches. Yep. Yep, I know exactly the type. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, those are those you hear non-denominational, and you're like, these people have an open mind. That's what you think, mm. and it's like, no, these people uh, are non-denominational because no one else will have them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're the pilgrims of modern Christianity, right? Like, these people are <laughs> fucking weird. Like I had a really good friend that was uh, growing up that was involved with one of those churches, and that I mean, they're they're great people as our friends, but I those church services that I would because like, you know you stay the night at your friend's house on Saturday, and we go you know we all have to go to church the next day, and those services were always a they were never in the same place, so it's like. Yeah. One is at a convention hall. One is at a high school. One is at like, it's always at a different place. And like you said, just singing, 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 nothing but singing. It's like brainwash <laughs> central. People have their hands in the air. Going, That's right. That's right. Which I actually kind of liked. It was kind of like spicy especially for white people to be doing that it was kind of like, like crazy <laughs> i mean i'm just speaking the truth I don't, like that's not what i was used to from my church and yeah. um yeah there's those those experiences were, were pretty fun. but, but yes. i only asked i only asked that because i feel like i was brought up very religious but now that i'm older and i see how my parents kind of contextualize their their religion into them they weren't as religious as me like back then and i don't think that they had any idea that i was taking it as seriously as i was oh yeah so, uh, yeah uh, I, I i mean they now that's interesting like i mean they 
that's what I, I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, they did really go out of their way to like expose me to a lot of different types of Christianity, like Catholicism, Methodism, uh, you know, even I went to some Baptist churches every now and then, um, trying to think what else. So, uh, you know, I went to a Presbyterian daycare when I was yeah. first growing up and church, I went to a church of Christ school. That was where the weirdos were. <laughs> I think maybe it's, you know, it's just the usual thing, like you're being raised in it. They're already, they're already firmed up hard-brained adults and you're soft-brained, impressionable yeah. child. Yeah, so, you know. sure. That's true. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was taking it so seriously. And then whenever I kind of fell away from it, I fell away from it really hard because I felt like kind of pissed off about it. Yeah. You know? And I, and I feel like maybe. Did you say you kind of held anything against your parents for making you go? A little bit for a little while. But now it's like, that's not what they were trying to do. They were not trying to make me. I don't know. I think it's interesting as fuck because I didn't really grow up in a religious household. So, yeah, like I see how they handle their religion now and they weren't they're not nearly as serious about it. Like, I mean, I mean, they are they do take it seriously and they go to church every week and they, they are very active in their churches, but they're not like wing Christians. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, like, I know exactly the, what you mean. Yeah, like like you would never, they would never just like start ever start proselytizing or anything like that. They're just yeah, kinda, they're active in their church and they like church. And and dude, I actually attend, sat in for a couple of these virtual services at their church, and they're just kind of like fun. No, almost Ooh, the Texas yeah, is I starting know. to creep back into you, bro. No, dude, but but no. <laughs> This church that they go to has a fucking awesome uh, music program, and so they oh, they, no. get, they get these kids, they get these like kids to do like 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 last week there was this guy and he couldn't have been much older than nine like nineteen years old and he's playing the cello and he's got like eight tracks of himself and eight versions of himself playing all these different cello parts to to a chamber piece that are all tracked over each other the a chamber piece about you know the lord or whatever and um <laughs> but there's no one there's no singing or any of that and, and like that just plays for 15 minutes and that's like a night like look look that's a pleasant sunday morning i don't care who you are like <laughs> hey, you know that's sitting, not bad you're, drink, you're drinking coffee and you got the, the doors open. You're getting some fresh air and you're to listen to some dude play cello for 15 minutes. And then their preacher gets on and is just like, yeah, people love you and everything's fine. And um, I'm excited for eventually having churches, church in, in person again, but, you know, not anytime soon. And anyway, y'all have a good day. And it's like, this is not terrible. This is not annoying. But then when they lose where they lose me is, you know. Where they always lose me is, you know, join our team. I don't yeah. believe in the teams. Fight the good. Join our guy. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that sounds a lot better than like this non-denominational music church. There's like a group of 15, 16, and seventeen-year-olds who have a band playing, yeah, like, uh, reggae worship music. Oh God, no, that's kids. not what I mean by a good music program. I mean like. <laughs> it's actual good music like <laughs> like like 
it's some of it's very traditional. Um, a lot of it's very traditional music. Praise be to Jesus. None of that. None of that. You got all white people. Uh, well, there's. No, I'm talking uh, about mine. Like this, oh, this experience oh, that I had oh. <laughs> was literally, literally a group of 15. Like as I went to high school with these kids, there's 15, 16, 17 year old kids, drums, bass, guitars. And then um, the lead preacher who was like 45 playing the keys and singing. And they're doing like reggae worship songs. <laughs> reggae his name is jesus yeah like and like this old this 45 year old white man is doing like a rastafarian accent singing this no (laughs) oh my god yeah there's no excuse for that shit ah dude that was i mean that was just one of the songs but it that's the one that stuck with me (laughs) (laughs) because it was so ridiculous right good lord you know who's yeah. involved with that music program is the Hillbins, our, our listeners. They, and they play, they're great. They're they're a family of really good musicians. Hey, what up? Shout out to Hillbins. Tom and Stephanie. Oh, by the way, shout out to their daughter, Annie, who's going to be one of the first female, I think the first female, uh, female, first woman Eagle Scout to come out of a uh, local Boy Scout chapter. Scouting chapter now is what they're called. They're just the scout. And she's going to look at that. She's, you know, been involved with the formerly known as Girl Scouts. I don't really know all the different. I don't know any shit about scouting. Full, <laughs> full, full, full disclosure. So if I'm using the wrong terminology, Hilden's, I apologize. But she was a Girl Scout for, you know, she became the like, you know, the, the highest level of that. And then once they started allowing, you know, girl, you know, female identifying scouts into the boy scouts um now she gets to be an eagle scout which is fucking cool and congratulations congratulations annie that's really awesome you nailed it kid good for you you Um, nailed it kid should we move on to to, oh sure go on i would say when you said her name was annie i was hoping you were going to say who was just cast as annie but that's not as funny (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah uh, make sure that that's shiny faced name. weirdo yeah Annie Yeah, <laughs> I'm shiny faced you're fucking shiny faced bro oh, I yeah, am I'm shiny a fucking today. oil machine dude right, you should see this hair today. look at this you know Me what and it my was dad are the oiliest people on the face of the planet you know what it was, Italian. was I took a shower about an hour ago and then yeah. it's the Shower sweats. Ah. This shit just drives me up a fucking wall, dude. I can't like. It's like why it makes it pisses me off because hot showers are so pleasant. You know, mm. they're so relaxing. But like, if I take a hot shower and don't rinse off the cold water, which ruins the relaxing effect, I am just a sweaty fucking fat pig for like forty five minutes after I get out of the shower and there's no avoiding it. I have to have a towel with me around to wipe my fucking fat, greasy face off. And then for the rest of the day, I'm shiny and red. And it's just like, God fucking like, why did I, this is like, why do I bathe? What there's no fucking reason to bathe. Like, like there's like, I'm worse than I was. Now let me ask you a question. 
from from fat to fat. Um, Do you ever blow dry your body after you towel off? Come on, man. No, not really. Why not? It's because the I best. Have I a blow dryer. Every time. You don't have a get a blow dryer. Press that cold setting. Every blow dryer has a cold has a cold setting. Press that shit. Blow your body down. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Listen to your boy. Get under the All rolls right. and get those balls with the cold <laughs> setting, <laughs> and then spray a little uh, gold bond down there. And you're being retorted. <laughs> Hey, I I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed. Blow down Good. the body. Uh-huh. Spray a little gold bond on the undercarriage. Fresh as a goddamn daisy, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're disgusting. I have uh, very good hygiene. I am no, proud. No, it's actually it's the opposite of disgusting, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's just too much information is really what it is. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Uh, here we I have go. Friends that I work with that listen to this show. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad. I have, yeah, I have people that you know went to church. Are important you. to me that listen to this show too, uh, which is awesome. Uh, should hey, we move just, on to we're our, just spreading proper hygiene, folks? Should we move on to the rest of the show and do our recommendsies and shit? Do you want to do that? I have, uh, I have sure. stuff. Well, Absolutely. I, mean, I just looked at the time and I think that we're almost at an hour, so. I don't give a shit about going long, but I, I want to wrap, maybe keep it, tighten it up for our, our dear, dear listeners who are just dying to know what we recommend Z. We're all gonna die, it's our only guarantee. Just to pass the time, I suggest you listen to me. It's the Matt on that podcast recommend My right. recommend Z this week is going to come to you as actually a bit of a throwback. Not really a throwback. It's only two seasons in. But I've recently started re-watching it. I've been talking with you about it. My good friend Sadie loves it as well. But it's the series, What We Do in the Shadows, on FX. It is so unbelievably fucking funny. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Guys, I, I can't endorse this recommends enough with for Matt. This show is it's the pitch, the elevator pitch of it is Spinal Tap for vampires, and <laughs> it's literally on the level of Spinal Tap. Hilarious! Oh yeah, like they do the not movie, take that lightly. They execute it. It is so yeah. fucking funny. So this is a Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clement, Jermaine Clement of Flight of the Concords fame, Taika Waititi of very recent big time directing fame with Thor Ragnarok and uh Jojo. He Rabbit. also he also directed a lot of Fight of the Concords uh TV show. True, very start. true. So Jermaine and Taika started this show together and it's based on a movie that they did in 2013, which was a feature length mockumentary vampire show, which the movie mm-hmm. very good, very funny. Yeah. But it was it's definitely when you start to get into the series what we do in the shadows you can definitely see that that was like the germation. That was the beginning mm. of this idea. And it just keeps getting deeper and more contextualized and funnier and funnier and funnier. Right. It's so series. 
it's the series is just like it, it keeps building on itself. There's all these weird like if you watch it from the beginning, it's obviously better, but you can also just pick it up randomly, I think, and laugh at any yeah. random episode. But if you watch it from the beginning, there's all these inside jokes, like playing with the rules of vampirism. And eventually they kind of like acknowledge, like, we're just kind of making up all the rules about vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, it's it's truly incredible. Like, I, I fucking can't agree with you more. Watch this and- show, y'all watch this show all the characters are just deliciously fleshed out and have all these weird minute subtle idiosyncrasies that just are mind-blowing and they each have like you know how like in real life we have shit that we say Uh like that's just part of our vernacular you do i do blah 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 i love when a tv show characters have their own vernacular and it's not a catchphrase and it's not slap the leg. haha. It's like, that's something that that guy says. Yeah. And one of my favorite, favorite things is Nandor. <laughs> Whenever he's really upset with somebody, he just turns and walks away and goes, fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's Nandor the Relentless. <laughs> he, used to, he used to conquer, you know, continents. He's, he's like... <laughs> Been somewhere along the lay away, he picked up fucking guy. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> I find myself saying that after I watch that. If I binge two or three of those episodes, I say that like for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, dude! If if I watch two, three, four episodes, and then the rest of the day, if I'm mad, I turn into Laszlo. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Uh, one of the one of the other uh, big names attached to the show is Matt Barry. Apparently, he's huge in England and has like a huge cult following over here as well. I wasn't I really aware of him until until I watched the show. Then I looked into his his whole deal, and he's like a big fucking deal. Yeah, he's um, oh, he's so funny, Jackie Daytona. Anything is possible when you're Jackie Daytona. My perfect disguise, blue jeans and a toothpick. Charlatan. <laughs> uh, my recommends that I'm going to throw at y'all real quick is a great little documentary I watched about Green Day on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if y'all are, uh, I know you watch this also. It's just a quick little 50 minute dip. I think there's another episode, but I was fine with just watching the first one uh but it's a really just great uh oral history of green day's story uh, now it is sponsored by spotify and fucking hyundai because green days if green day is anything they are businessmen um which is actually like played out very pragmatically in the narrative of that it's kind of you know a lot of i feel like i mean look the people that they were interviewing were really interesting like uh the singer from Against Me and Fat Mike from No Effects and all these other different people from you know different bands in the in the Bay Area punk scene of the early of early nineties and late eighties. Yeah, and that? they have a couple of people on there that have just been volunteers at Gilman Street for thirty yeah. years. Right, that, that right. were there with them when they were teenagers. Right, and, and what Gilman Street is is this 
like kind of amazing sounding venue. The first like front half of this documentary is basically about Gilman Street. It was, uh, which it sounded fucking awesome. It's just like this venue where punk bands played, but it wasn't like the, you know, the, the earlier uh, wave of punk music that had gotten kind of taken over by skinheads and, and, you know, people in the leather uniforms, like the, the whole Dead Kennedy scene. Not that Dead Kennedys are skinheads, they're actually the opposite, but their shows definitely got overtaken by Nazis, Nazi punks and all that shit. That's why they wrote Nazi punks fuck off. But um, uh, it was a, a whole rejection of that sort of fascist punk movement. Um, you know, there was no, there was, it was a real safe space for, you know, lots of gay teens, lots of, you know, just like skinny weirdos that wanted to make pop music uh with their friends and that's where you know sweet children was which was the first version of green day that's where they were formed was at gilman street um it's just really awesome i don't know i i loved watching that just because it was kind of a trip down memory lane uh i was a huge green day fan growing up i mean they're one of the when i was learning guitar i learned green day songs like I could I could learn five of those motherfuckers in a day, and I loved it. You know what I mean? Like, is they're all power chords? It's all the same shit um, over and over again, but just in different with different rhythms and different grooves. And you, so it was a really I just love that band, and so it was really fun to watch them kind of get their credit where I think it's very much due. Yeah, and I watched it too, and I definitely endorse this recommendy. And Matt brought up a very interesting point, and I I echoed it after when I was watching it, is that sound-wise, sonically, Green Day had the same journey as Blink-182. Yeah, yeah, very much so. They were a good band, and then they got a new drummer and became an ultimate band. Right, they they got a drummer that... find their sound. Right, which, you know, with Green Day, that's Trey Cool who I think got overshadowed kind of by Travis Barker whenever we were growing up as like the great, as one of the great drummers in uh, rock music at the time. Um, he's so fucking, so good. He's so good. He's, he's a, he's also like a jazz guy mainly. That's what he likes to play. Green day is just fucking sense. Green day is purely just the, the job. You know what I mean? Green day. <laughs> <laughs> Green Day buys all the hair dye and tutus per gray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. So I, I, I recommend that that documentary. I don't want to give away the whole Green Day story because they tell it so well. Um, uh, so good. You can just if you just Google Green Day. Oh, it's called Green Day: The Early Years. That's yeah, it's on it YouTube. Very easy to find. Also, it's funny to me that like. They cover, they call Green Day the early years, and it covers like 1987 to 2003. Yeah. <laughs> That's how relevant Green Day still is. But like, they've been around for fucking 30 years. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I love like, Green Day. Yeah. They're so good and they're so fun. And they like, there was a point where I was uh, in high school and I got too cool for them. But now I'm not cool anymore, so it's good. So so I just love them again. <laughs> Dude, I saw them at Webster Hall. I like 
I had to win a lottery to buy tickets to that show. Remember when I did this? Right. I think you were, yes. I invited you, but you were working or something. Yeah, you know? I couldn't make it. I'm, I'm so stupid. I should have. Anyway, go on. But I like had to. They announced the show. I entered a lottery. I won. I bought two tickets, and um, Andrea didn't want to go. She's not super into like punk and like super loud rock music. But Colin yeah. and Megan were in town. And Megan went with me, and uh, mm-hmm. we had a fucking blast. They played for three hours. Yeah, it was stellar. It was yeah, stellar. It was so fucking good, dude. I remember going and in to such see a them. small venue. Dude, that's crazy. Webster Hall is tiny. Like yeah. our friends play at Webster Hall. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's like, like crazy. I saw Modest Mouse at Webster Hall. So fun, so fun. Oh, that sounds awesome. Um, what, what, was I, what was I just about to say? It doesn't matter. Go watch that documentary. Good shit. Uh, good shit. That's my recommendation. Now let's get revved up for another quick banging, rousing round of "Don't at me, bro." Here's the theme. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Do it. All right, don't at me, you motherfuckers. Making fun of Texas on on social media is now declared as hack. You motherfuckers are hacked if you keep making fun of us and saying that we deserve bad things because we are controlled and held hostage by Republicans down here. Fuck y'all. That's basically my entire don't at me, bro. I don't want to get talk too much about politics anymore because it pisses me off. But goddamn, this shit pisses me off. We don't deserve to freeze to death. We don't deserve uh, to lift all the mask mandates and catch coronavirus. We don't deserve this shit. We don't deserve for our senators to abandon us during uh, humanitarian crises. We don't deserve uh, traitorous, treasonous, deadly government that is actively trying to uh, shrink the size of the electorate so that they can remain in control. Leave us alone. Stop making fun of us. That shit is hack. I'm tired of it. I I I don't care if it makes me unpopular or makes me sound like a fucking like redneck because I because I'm standing up for who where I live and who and the people that I love. But fuck that shit, man. Fuck y'all for doing it. Uh, don't at me, bro. Don't at me. But you have but what you got. I'm gonna theory. go. I'm gonna go a little niche with mine. But it's mm-hmm. something that's it's internet culture that has been driving me fucking crazy. Please don't me. at me. AEW WWE fucking lifers. Okay. Don't fucking <laughs> at me. Okay, so listen to this. So on uh-huh. one side, so on one side of the fence, you got people that are WWE purists, and on the other side of the fence, you got a bunch of ex WWE fans who hate WWE and have aligned themselves with AEW, the new kid in town. Now, both shows are pro wrestling shows, sure. But on each side of the fence, you've got other people that are just hoping and praying that the other one fails and goes out of business, which is just fucking psychotic to me. They spend their whole goddamn life on the internet shitting on the other show and telling people that they're idiots for watch. It is exactly Democrats and Republicans because over here in the middle of this spectrum of people who just want to enjoy good fucking pro wrestling and have Mm -hmm. a fucking realistic discourse on it and not be told you're a shill for having a fucking opinion. I Mm -hmm. mean, 
I want 15 wrestling. I want, I want it to be like Japan where we have 35 major wrestling promotions. So you can watch. So a, everybody's got jobs and is getting paid and B you got so much variety to watch. I want uh -huh. that. I don't want one major company like we had oh, yeah. from 2001 to 2020. Mm -hmm. For 20 years, we had one major company. And if you didn't like WWE, you kind of go watch wrestling in a high school gym, which actually can be a lot of fun. But <laughs> like it's once a month or maybe twice a month. You know what I mean? It just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I want the I'm boys, here. the boys. Yes. I want the boys and girls to be able to make their money, do their craft, because it is a craft. It's oh, an yeah. art form. Hell yeah, and it I is. hate that there's so many people that picked a side and they're willing to die on that side. And it's fucking horse shit. And those people don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. I think that's going to do it for us this week, y'all. Uh, don't forget, if you're in New York, vote for Beery 2020 for mayor. Um, uh, drugs and whores. Drugs and whores for everybody. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Matt on Matt Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Waterfield on Instagram. I am Matters. Go to mattbutterfield.net for any news regarding anything uh, me related somewhat, except for that I'm hiding parts of my life um, uh, from the internet as much as I can. And uh, what you got, Matt? At MattBeery06 on all the social media. Hit us up mm -hmm. at mattonmattpod at gmail.com. Yes, please, at please Matt do that. on Twitter. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I did not do is check our email uh, before the show. Um, looks like the, uh, the office of Senator Ted Cruz wrote us. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. This isn't. Tom Hilden hit, Tom Hilden hit us up. Okay. What do you say? Tom, in response to the Delaska ramblings, said, uh -huh. I enjoyed listening to the ramblings of woe while spending a glorious warm afternoon on the patio drinking beer and cleaning the ice machine. Hey. <laughs> my do don't, he said, my new don't at me. This is a don't at me from Tom Hilden. Here we go. People Tell who, us. People who don't know how to light their gas stove with a match when the power goes out and the electric igniter stops working. Although if they although if they get it wrong, it might it might be natural selection at work. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh so that's Tom Hillman. If y'all have a don't at me bro, email us your don't at me bros. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'll be fun. Hey, email us your don't at me's. Yeah. Who are you psychotically pissed off at? Let's hear that it. can be the new segment. We can just read listeners don't at me. Oh my god, this is fucking brilliant. Thank you, Tom. Yes. Thank you for doing Tom, this. You goddamn beautiful man. <laughs> I hope, I hope the Hilton's yeah. are getting vaccinated so I can actually meet them one day. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. All right, man. I think that's it for us. <laughs> that's a great All note right. to end on. I love uh, it. Y'all have a y'all y'all uh, kiss each other on the mouth once you're all vaccinated. Love you. See you down the road. How do you stop recording? Stop. stop.